Alright, good day everyone, boys and girls, papas and mamas, students and staffs, bosses and apprentices, blacks and whites. I go by the name Philip Joseph aka Jofiu and I'm welcoming you to the new year 2022. With me today is Eriolua Rio and we'll be doing this together. Eri, how are you doing today? I'm fine, good morning. Morning. I know we've got a lot of plans for this year and I strongly believe that we are putting in all our efforts to make sure that these goals are achieved. Well, we all know that 2021 came with a blinding ray of hope. It was the year 2020, you know, it was the year after 2020 when we experienced the coronavirus pandemic lockdown and the longing for pre-COVID normalcy was so overwhelming. Hmm. After we thought everything was over, that okay, well, we are done with the lockdown, we are done with the Cedar Dome. After we thought everything was over, 2021 was also riddled with a lot of urgent conversations that at times were shocking, hmm? they were revealing, they were uplifting, they were fascinating as well. And it really got us into so many talkings and so many talkings. So we'll be looking at the event that happened in the year 2021 before we dash. I'm sure we've dashed into the year 2022 already. And I pray that all our efforts would yield resources. By God's grace. Alright, and here are the events that happened in the year 2021. Number one is the ban of Twitter. Number two is the Pentant Book Haram terrorist. Number three is the attack on Nigerian Defense Academy at Kaduna. Number four is Number five is the Obikubana Moments Barrier at Oba Anambra State. Number six is the Grammys Awardees in Nigeria. Number seven is the IPOP Seraton Order. Number eight is Ungazi Okonje Realized World Trade Organization Appointment. Number nine is the Buari's Visit to Emo State. Number ten is the killing of Inyo Bangumori. Number eleven is the controversy over the Lekki Tollgate and Sas Massacre. Number twelve is the change of office chips. Number 13 is the death of TB Joshua. Number 14 is the collapse of 21 story buildings at Ikoi. Number 15 is the election of Professor Chukuma Soludo as governor-elect of Anambra State. Number 16 is the raid of Justice Mary Odilikon. And number 17 is the Chidima Ojuku and Osifu Atagas case. Number 18 is the Peace Press in Uh-huh, bye! <laughs> and number 19 is the Evangelist Naomi's alleged divorce. From only of Ife. And number 20 is the other minis, bullies, and dead. Yes, at the school. Well, and I pray that may soul rest in perfect peace. Amen. Alright, and let us pick those events one after the other and elaborate them. Just stay with us and be right back. Right, the number one event that happened in the year 2021, as we said earlier, was the ban of Twitter. Well, um, the federal government suspension of Twitter activities in Nigeria around June, that was actually my best month actually, it raised a lot of uproar for people, for especially the youth, you know, aha. Uh-huh. Following the deletion of the president's tweets that condemned attacks on police stations, prisons and offices of the INEC in the southeast, with a warning to perpetrators of such violence that many deemed improper and insensitive, the Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohamed, according to a statement by his special assistant of media, Shegumadiemi, announced that the government is suspending the activities of the Konya for as Yoruba people will call them, Twitter, micro-blogging site indefinitely. Ironically, that was how Nigerians got to know about the ban on Twitter. You know, how, how did you feel when you learnt about that um, news, Eric? 
No. Though some people may not have affected the on social type, but there's okay. some people that most of the activities. But that you know that most of most of us in Nigeria, especially youths, mm-hmm. are social media, you know, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when we got to know that there have been a ban on Twitter, people are like, wow, a lot of activities will be suspended. A lot of people mm-hmm. use that platform as for their business. Yeah, of course, Nigerians actually called out to the government then that they are not only attempting to gag the freedom of expression, but they are also depriving many Nigerians who use the platform for their business and source of livelihood. Yes, of course, it, the ban actually affected even the citizens and even the governments themselves. Mm. Yeah, because as a citizen now, for instance, isn't that for your business, besides your business, and it was stopped? So, mm-hmm. how are you going to do it? Yeah, I, I linked the federal government lost billions of naira of during course, that time. They lost thousands of billions of naira. Yeah, of course, they lost money. <laughs> You know, when the, the you know, I, I said it earlier that the Nigerians called out to the government that why have you done this, you know, gagging freedom of expression and, you know, source of livelihood is being, you know, deprived of. In their defense, the government said that Twitter has been complicit in supporting violence in the country, citing the NSAS protest of 2020. Do you understand? Yeah, sure. Now, Nonetheless, Nigerians, mm, Nigerians, my, my fellow Niger people, turned to VPN to access the social media sites, fetching the wrath of the Attorney General of the country, Mr. Abubakar Malami, who threatened to jail Nigerians, who accessed Twitter through VPN. Erino Light, did you use VPN or not? <laughs> That's it now. If, for instance, they, they obstructed something, we definitely will find other means to survive but don't you of think course. it's unlawful to do that as 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 uh, a law-abiding citizen of nigeria well <laughs> <laughs> well to be sincere i actually use vpn because i was using it for my business exactly so you're not i used vpn but thank god a few days ago the ban was lifted glory to god <laughs> all right and the number two we'll be looking at is the repentant terrorist in nigeria well this was one of the news stories that churned the insights of many Nigerians. Mm, indeed. You know, the army's rehabilitation and reintegration of Boko Haram terrorists who surrendered into the society through its Operation Safe Corridor OSC faced criticisms from Nigerians. Hmm. It is well. Nigerians were not ready to easily forget the heinous crimes committed by these dear devils. Dear devils. No. Every Nigerian, they've actually put, they've put a mark that can never, ever get erased in the minds, in the hearts of so many Nigerians. One of them is the kidnap case of the Chibo girls. And, you know, this actually puts their family into, 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 you know, sadness, into a lot of things, into a lot of thinking and horror, you understand? And not even the placards of forgiveness paraded by the ex-Boko Haram loyalists moved Nigerians to sympathy. Now we are talking about a terrorist, a repentant terrorist. Even as a woman, your friend gets to offend you. It's, it's gonna even if you are going to forgive the person. Okay. Now your attitude to that person will kind of change. Do you think you won't forgive and forget? Do you are you saying you won't forgive and forget? No, it is a therapist for crying out loud. Even if this person repents, that's someone like me, I will still be seeing the person as a terrorist. I won't be able to show it to the person. Hmm. So no matter how repentance you claim to be... Buckless of 
terrorists that, that, that were terrorizing the country. So when I got to hear about that news at first, I was like, ah, these people. So you, this is a terrorist, and you're allowing this person to work fully in the society, the mm-hmm. environment. Not even that, they are empowering them, you know, sending them to schools, sending them to learn vocational trainings, and or even empowering them by, you know, giving them finances, supporting them financially. That was one of the most annoying part of it. I had a friend that said, I would, I would a terrorist, how the terrorists now come and okay, fine, I'm no longer doing this again. Then you okay. guys you empower the person, you give the person jobs and stuff like that. So he actually said, Ha, that once he become a terrorist right now, so that by the time he come and repent, they're also going to give him stuff. Even mm. people that have been law abiding citizens mm-hmm. of the country. The government you don't know, help them. There are actually thousands of graduates out there that, that you know that, that don't have any any anything to do. Of for course. for example, now I, I can say I studied chemistry, but I'm following my passion. But there are so many people out there that don't have passion but are dependent on what they've studied in school. But what are they going to be doing? It is well. It is well with us in this country. All right, moving to another one. Number three on the spot is the attack on the Nigerian Defense Academy at Kaduna. That's another sad one indeed. You know, because apart from the orientation camps of the NYC in Nigeria, okay, let me just say before the orientation camps of the coppers in Nigeria, the safest place in Nigeria is the Asurok, you understand, where um, the, the tightest of security is. And apart from that, we have the Nigerian Defense Academy. You understand? And we've got branches of these places. And as a matter of fact, their headquarters in, is in Zaria in Kaduna. So if that place could be attacked, then... It means the national security has been breached. All right, on the 24th of August, 2021, Nigerians woke up on the Tuesday to the shocking news that the Nigerian Defense Academy situated in Zaria, Kaduna, was attacked. Mm. Now, the military university knows that it's a university. is not an abandoned warehouse anyone can easily access, which was why Nigerians were horrified to learn about the attack on the highly secured institution mm. Eri, what do you think about this of course <laughs> hearing about an attack in such a place it, now, it's not a, it's not an abandoned warehouse it's still it's still in existence there are still any activities are still going on in there when it was it was attacked so it's actually um, how, do, how do i put it apart from that two officers were reportedly were reportedly killed and one was abducted. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. It's such a place in Nigeria could be attacked now. It's kind of then I was like, ha. Ah. The security condition in Nigeria has only gotten so worse now now. Even if such a place could be attacked. attacked. It actually happened during the peak of insecurity in the north western part of Nigeria. And I pray that may the Lord intervene Amen. In the situations that are going on in our dear country, Nigeria. And moving on to the next one is the Abakiaris Fall from Greece, which is the number four on the spot. Abakiaris Fall from Greece. Now you'd that that topic is kind of um kind of overwhelming when you're talking about falling from Greece. If someone doesn't really know about this case, you think okay, probably Abakiari was. Uh, minister, probably a pastor or an imam, but 
that's not the only grace we're talking about not grace in ministry in ministry alone but you know grace when you don't really deserve something but you actually got it that's what that's the grace we're talking about yet all right reported as one of the best police officers in the country the former deputy commissioner for the nigerian police force abakiari faced humiliation when the united states declared him wanted in july over a fraudulent case fraudulent case imagine the what was the deputy commissioner for the nigerian police as a whole in nigeria you know humiliated it was declared wanted in july by the united you know united states of nigeria what do you think about that Eric? wow these so-called people are called politicians no 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 abakiari is not a politician is not a politician get that i know so many people will think about that but he's not a he's not a politician he was a deputy commissioner for the nigerian police but you know the kasala busted when they actually you know humiliated him and the united states declared him wanted in july 2021 and the reason why um the way uh, the place where it all started was when Ramon Abbas, popularly known as Oshpopi, Oshpopite, Oshpop everything, confessed that Kiari accepted a bribe from him to arrest a man named Vincent Chibuzo who betrayed a cybercrime vindicate in 2020. Hmm. Hmm. So that's exactly what happened. So when we are talking about Abba Kiari, we'll be talking about Oshpopi because the case is linked together. So that's what it is. So those are the two things that happen. Desperate to save his reputation because imagine the deputy commissioner of Nigerian police was charged with, you know, a crime such, you know, big as this. Kiari posted on a now unavailable post that the money he collected from Osh Poppy was to make native attires from him. Mm. I don't know when deputy commissioner of police don't tell <laughs> All right, the statement elicited cheeky remarks from the public who deemed it ridiculous. Kiari was suspended and the team was considered to probe his involvement in the scam case. I love this word, scam case. <laughs> it is well. Handled by the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation called FBI. I know that any case where FBI they involved in it, Omo, not only go fix you from that case. Any person with FBI bust, you don't finish for that person. You understand? Yeah. So the team is expected to review their findings as soon as possible. Yeah, so um, I actually want us to move away from the political scene a little and move to the entertainment industry. And speaking on number five sports, it's Obi Kubana's one mom's barrier at Oba. Hmm? Yes, Obi now, Kubana's, Kubana's mom's barrier at Oba, Anambra State. Yeah. If even if you are a you are in Nigeria, you are not in Nigeria at this point. Niggas go reach on our side. Say, mm, Obi Kubana, something they exalt. We may know the eye Anambra self. They feel say among. Mm. Imagine killing more than three hundred cows just for just one event. For just one event. Imagine. Now, all these people are. They are one of the rich people in nigeria mm-hmm. so to me i just think he used that barrier to just create an awareness to people that ah 
Money in the ground though. Oh, one lady When I heard when I heard about that news, okay, everybody was just posting about talking about it. Then I was forced to go online. <laughs> then I saw it with my own eyes. I was like, ah. <laughs> See money that they were just in fact. It actually reminds me of another saying that no, imagine a pauper cannot even have the guts to attend that you know event. You know, a pauper can't have the guts to attend that event because what a pauper won't go do for the event. And another thing is that you know over there. All right, and like we said earlier, the number fifth, the number five um. Event we'll be looking at is Yobi Kubana's mom's barrier at Oba Anambra State. Before the obscene display of money at his mother's barrier, Obi Kubana kept a low profile like you, know. you understand? And like you said earlier, only known to those who matter in the social scene. But with his mother's barrier at Oba Anambra State, the businessman born Obi Iyegu. Iyegu, you know what that means? It's a woman. <laughs> he became the poster boy of affluence. The reign of Naira at the ceremony was seen on the various various social media posts by celebrities at the event. Now imagine you hosting an event where you say a celebrity is really using a record to be Ushers. Imagine, you know, P-Square, the two, the two, the, the two Okoye brothers, B and Osha in my wedding. How would it feel? To be very interesting, but so, but this singular event was not only the headline of the socialite grab this year. In early November, it was in the news for his three-day detention by the EFCC in Abuja, where he was quit for alleged complicity in money laundering and tax fraud. But it was later released on bail. It was later released on bail. That, for you know, again that same month, saw the club owner in the news after a customer was said to have you know been electrocuted in his Abuja club. Osu and Bosu, that's the name of his club at Abuja. But the club denied the narrative, claiming that lady simply tripped and fell. Although the club was temporarily closed, the business was returned to normal. Yes. <laughs> Alright, and moving to number six, also in the entertainment industry, is the Grammy Awardees Nigeria. Otherwise known as the Grammy Fit. How are you feeling about this? Kind of excited, all excited. Of course, of course, of course, of course. All right, March was a celebrity month for the Nigerian music industry as Burner Boy and the Whiskey brought the Grammy home. Oh, mm, the Grammy, I was going to see people with the contest here, but then, then, then he took for them. But um, Burner Boy took the Global Music Album Award for his album twice as top, twice as top. And this um, whiskey Starboy made similar strides as he shared the Grammy spotlight with American singer Beyonce, whose song 
Brown's King took home the award for best music video. More Grammy accolades are expected to roll in for Nigerian artists as people like Femi Kuti and his son Made Thames Whiskey Bonner Boy are all nominated for the 64th Grammy Award. Do you think this sort of people can get the award this time around? Of course, now these people that also got the award, they didn't just they didn't just put them as nominees and they got the award for mm-hmm. the very first time. No be on platter of gold. Exactly. So and no be no be no be award with any use money buy for Nigeria yeah. <laughs> So as long as these people are able to get it, those mm-hmm. people as long as they're nominated, they can actually get those awards too. And another so interesting them. Mm-hmm, another interesting thing about this um what was it called? The 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 brown skin girl which got the award for best music video is that um beyonce's daughter ivy blue was the youngest person to get a grammy award yeah she was so that's it and that that on the grammy award days in nigeria the grammy fest and moving to number seven again is the indigenous people of biafra's sit at home order that on the number seven spot that's on the number seven spot. And arguably, 2021 is the year the iPod grab news headlines a lot. At least in a week, you see them topping the headlines like twice or even thrice. So that's iPod for you. From the agitations to the series, is violence attributed to them in the southeastern part of Nigeria? You know, following the capture of their leader in Amdekano, the separatist group gave a seat at home order in the region which inadvertently led to violence and hunger hmm. were you affected at all i thought i was not really because yeah. we are not in the southeastern <coughs> part of nigeria and but uh, some of our people were affected actually well um the influence influence i mean in some of the eastern states somehow made them demigods to be feared respected more than the number one citizens of affected states why many consider their agitations valid, they are, however, belied for their approach. Now, something about this is, this is an independent country, but, yes. and in 2000, I mean 1999, it became a democratic country. Of course, if you go to the federal government or the government of your state, that, okay, this is what you want, as long as it is under the constitution, they can be given. You understand what I'm saying? But the approach these people made hmm, was, however, people write that, okay, why would they make that kind of of approach? Probably if they had visited the government on a visit, on an appointment, and they sort it out, it would have been better. But it is well. There are better ways to solve problems Mm -hmm, than, than, you know, state protest and all. All right, and moving to number eight, this is. Like, uh, I actually need to give a round of applause to the ladies, to the females, to the women in Nigeria and in the world in particular because this number eight is talking about the Ingozi Okunje Wiala's World Trade Organization appointment. Mm. For those that don't really know Okunje Wiala, I'm sure Eric doesn't really know her. You may just be hearing the name. The Okunje Wiala we're talking about was the former minister of finance. She flew the Nigerian flag very high especially that of the ladies and the women in nigeria when she was appointed the director general of the world trade 
organization not nigerian trade organization not african trade organization we're talking about the world trade organization hmm. she assumed she assumed the role as the first woman and the first african to lead the organization on march one how about that when you heard about the father okay Ibiala became the director general of the world trade um organization how did you feel being a woman <laughs> i was actually happy because in this country nigeria women don't actually take the lead especially so in I, politics actually yeah but when i got to know that that she's actually wow she attained such a level i was actually happy mm-hmm. yeah i was happy well that's very nice that's that's actually uh way forward or like uh an encouragement to the ladies that you can, you can to the women that they can actually do better in the world all right on the number nine sports is the president buari's visit to emo state president buari's visit to emo state where like i thought you were anymore when he visited no i wasn't i was in river state you were in rivers all right what was supposed to be a dignified presidential visit to the th- southeast states turned out to be a caricature of <laughs> president muhammad buari's outfit Nigerians on social media poked fun at the trousers of the president which have appeared on the size for his tall frame. Mm. Memes of the president and the tailor who made the outfit flooded the internet, detracting from the history, historic visit of the president to the state. Mm. You know, normally, the pre- imagine the president visiting your state, it means that it's such a great honor and it's going to be written in history that at least the president of the country be stay your state. But you know, Nigerians now, they love catching crews and making, turning everything into jokes and all. Instead of, you know, welcoming the president, Nigerians took to the social media the trousers that the president was putting on. Imagine. You know, Nigerians can actually, can actually be so funny. Yes. Now, we use almost everything to, to play. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> if, if the president knew he would be coming to that kind of a place definitely even if it's actually come to do something good people will definitely for something to say something bad about him well uh, the, this thing is okay, okay it's bad to be sincere it's bad because instead of that they talked about the outfit of the president they were talking about the outfit okay that it appeared undersized for his store frame it was as if someone was wearing this all these three-quarter charges sort of <laughs> a long one that'll be touching or whatever so that's that i'm sure that when people heard of and um, when we mentioned the uh, president more more Buhari's visit to Imo state you know they thought that okay it will be an historic event but you know, look at the case now all right it is well and let us move to um number 10 which is on a very sad note a very sad note and the topic um i'm i mean the event of number 10 is the killing of in your bong Umoren. The killing of Unyobong Umoren. Alright, Nigerians were ride up by the news of the rape and killing of Unyobong Umoren, a philosophy graduate of the University of Uyo, who left her home for a job interview in the outskirts of Uyo. Initially declared missing, Umoren was found raped and killed by a 20 year old young man, Uduak Akpan. Hmm. The Syria rapist was said to have buried her in a shallow grave in his father's house 
over 2,000 women, including the Aqua Ibom State Commissioner for Women Affairs and Social Development, in the Akpan. Another woman in the state executive cabinet protested her death and demanded justice against Akpan, whose case has been adjourned. This is a sad note indeed. Yeah, it is. That day, I, I, my, I actually saw it on the news, okay. the TV. Now, like, a rape case again in Nigeria. Hmm, well, again wow. and again. I was so, so sad because this person is, is, is a learned person. Mm-hmm. A lady that has a, a graduate. bright future. That studied philosophy. Then a serial rapist from, from nowhere just came and it took her, took advantage of her and it took her life. I was so sad that I really, really wanted justice for her. Hmm. I am sure that justice will definitely prevail. I'm very sure that those justice prevail soon. Though the case has been adjourned, but very soon I believe that justice still prevails in Nigeria and it will be brought to justice definitely. Alright, and moving on to number 11. On the spot is controversy over Lekki Tollgate and SAS massacre. Any closure expected from the Lagos State Ensas Judiciary Panel on the fated shooting at the Lekito Gate met a brick wall when the state government issued a white paper that rebooted the claims of the massacre. Hmm. Not a few Nigerians eager to uncover the real happenings at the Tollgate expressed anger, disappointment at the government's claim of no massacre such that the governor of the state, Son Olu, please. I mean, his plea to have a work peace, a peace work with university students and celebrities were declined by many. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, this whole NSAS protest and everything mm-hmm. in Nigeria. Now, just to be careful about the girl about everything that happened. Well, they actually said then that all these all those videos were photoshopped, that they are not big. That's what they said. Alright, moving on to the number 12 on this event is the change of service chips. After many years of pressure from the Nigerian public and the CSOs, the Buhari administration finally appointed new service chiefs. General Leo Irabo became the chief of defense staff and the late General Ibrahim Atairo became the chief of army staff. They're still coming to that actually. On this, and Vice Admiral Awao Gambo became the chief of naval staff and Air Marshal Amaho the chief of air staff. Bari made the appointment on January 26, following the chain of violence and kidnappings that kick started in the year 2021. That's that on that. And to number 13, it on a very sad note again. And we're talking about the death of T.D. Joshua of Sinai. Hmm. The death of Prophet the sudden death of the leader of synagogue church of all nations prophet temitokwe balogun joshua popularly known as tv joshua on the 5th of june that was a day after my birthday sent ripples of shock across christendom 
Famed for his miracles that brought worshippers from different parts of the world to the Ikoton area of Lagos State, the prophet who was 57 at the time of his death was mourned by many. However, what many didn't anticipate was the leadership tussle that ensued between his widow and some disciples of the church accused of misappropriating funds. However, the church resumed services last year after much controversies and all. I know. I was kind of affected. You will definitely be affected. My dad actually mourned his death. Hmm. <laughs> he's still mourning it. He actually mourned his death. He's still mourning his death. God knows best and God knows all. Mm -hmm. Actually, a few days before his death, I think he he told people that he would be dying and stuff like that. Or what really happened in that area? He also told people not to mourn about him. Yeah, that he's going to die. He's going to go through and told us that he's going to be fine. If he knew you'd be dying, and may so continue to rest in perfect peace and may God console the affected people. I mean, his wife, his children, and the disciples, and the members of Synagogue Church of all nations. And moving to number 14 is on a sad note again, which is the collapse of 21 story building at Ikoi. Um. I also got to know this through the news headlines that hmm. night hmm. that building collapsed, the one story building collapsed in mm -hmm. Koei. I was like, wow, that what could actually make? Then they actually said the building was meant to be just 15 story building. Mm -hmm. So because of, you know, greed and all and all, hmm. the, the contractors increased the building to 21 story building. L let us actually give them the full gist first before we dive into that. Strategy struck in the eyebrow area of Ikoi on the first day of November when a 21 high rise building collapsed, claiming lives, including that of the owner and CEO of First Core Homes, Femi Osibona. About 46 fatalities were recorded, while 15 people escaped death. Thank God for that. Controversies, however, however trade the number of flaws Osibona received approval for. It was initially reported that Osibona got approval for a 15-story building but exceeded its limit and used inferior materials. Hmm. The deceased was said to have tried to prevent officials of the Lagos State Building Contragency from sealing off the building in question by a contradictory report from a preliminary investigation carried out by the Nigerian Institution of Structural Engineers, Nistruct E, indicated, indicated that the building was initially designed for six floors, later to 12 floors, before it was changed to 15 floors again. Listen, from 6 to 12, then to 15. The Lagos state government is, however, probing the collapse, and the governor vowed to deal with sabotage. What did you say? I used to design iron. None of that is. How would I plug my fridge or iron with Jen? It's not plugged. Somebody would have told me that I have fridge. When did you have to do that I have fridge? Play what? Hmm? Hmm? Go ahead now. Alright, and moving on to 
right moving on to number 15 on the sports we have the election of professor chukuma soludo as the governor elect of anambra state the november 6 anambra elections grabbed headlines as the main political parties in the state competed fiercely to win the number one position in the state the former governor of central bank of nigeria for those that don't know him charles chukuma soludo would emerge winner beating andy uba who ran on the platform of apc mm. however soludo's victory which recorded about well we don't really have the exact number of the votes here so we'll actually skip that for now and moving on to okay for those that don't really know who um, soludo is i said it earlier that he was the former governor of central bank of nigeria yeah what happened what happened Is your laptop charging? Was it charging?
someone told them. Those that I'm saying are that they are saying is a lie. Hola Bussy. Like and food and, and, like food and uh, iron. Uh-uh. They even told them you have iron. Is it even today when you came to ask? Oh, it's fading. I will have to paint it again. Yeah, let's continue. Oh, I'm just. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna plug that in here again. Already. This number I will die. Number fifteen, last year, Barry. Already. Hmm. Do I think about 16 and yes. Bit of justice, maybe introducing it. What All happened right. that place? I don't know that one. You went to read it. Don't worry, I'll read it. Alright, guys, uh, moving on to number 16. On the event that happened in the year 2021, we will be looking at the raid of Justice Mary Odile's home. The attempted raid on Justice Mary. Odile's home on the 29th day of October was seen as a disrespect to the judicial system. Odile, who is also the wife of the former governor of River State, Peter Odile, the second most senior justice of the Supreme Court, had a home invaded by security operatives who claimed they received a tip that criminal activities were going on in that house. However, they were stopped by vigilant security officials who smelled a fish, the search warrant given by a magistrate court. In Abuja. Now, something about this raid is, is that if you check the um, search warrant given by a magistrate court in Abuja, the address on that search warrant was quite different. Yes. Please show. talk. I'm listening to you. You have right contest. I don't have right. I want to put on it. Adna. Yes. I don't have Adna. Ask Nana. Ask Nana. Alright. Yeah, so the the um search run that those people brought to search the house of Mary Odili was kind of fishy because the name of the person, the house owner written on it is quite different from that of Meriodili. That's the first one. Then the address is different as well. Now imagine they writing number seven, um, let's say number seven, Gakombi Street, and number seven, Italamo Street. You should know that it, they are two different things. Yeah, so something is definitely freshy in that area. Then to number 17 on a sad note as well, is the Chinima, Ojuku, and Usifu Atagas case the mother of the ceo of super tv usifu ataga by chidi maojuku was one of the news that led conversations in 2021 as well chidi ma who is a 21 year old student of mass communication at the university of lagos was arrested by the police on june 23 also my birth month was happening god mm. 
for killing Usifo at a short letter apartment in Lekki, this student was arraigned alongside Kodri Adidako before Justice Yetune Adesonya of the state's high court sitting at the TBS on Lagos Island over the murder. Her sister, Ebuchu Chioma, is also fingered in the crime after the late Ataga's iPhone 7 was found in her possession. Her trial is still ongoing, actually. What do you think of this, Erilua? Yeah. Come and give me call. I don't have. Ah. Come and go there. Why do you not go? Why do you not buy markets, man? I do not go. I don't have. I don't have. Hmm. So, uh, what do you think about this death? Because I smell something kind of fishy. Because now, this lady in question, um, I mean, um, Chidima, who is, who was, okay, should I say was a 21 year old student of mass combat, Unilag, won't just approach you and kill you. I think I learned that she went to a TV station, Super TV, for IT or Seaways or whatever it's called. So, don't you think something was going on between these two people probably this man uh, Musifu Ataga was dating Chidima Ojoko yeah definitely yes yeah, it's, it's it can't just someone dying can't just happen like that mm-hmm. so there are actually going to be series of you no know, activities that took place before that okay. for that day but mm-hmm. before her death or something so unofficial actually now. yeah it's actually fishing Actually, fish. I don't just think she just died, just like that. He just died. He. So, yeah. why, why would you think? Um, why do you think um, Chidima would kill Ataga? What do you think could happen? What do you think could have happened? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really know much about the incident. Okay. All right. That's that on that. And moving on to number eighteen sports. Mm, I love this. I love this. I love this because, well. Despite the fact that 2021 was kind of very tough for me, especially, you know, I still had a testimony here 2021. This is actually the best news, and it actually came before Christmas, and that has been the best Christmas gift I've ever received in my life. And that's the reunion of the Peter and Paul Okoye. Mm, indeed. You were affected there now, Abby? No. Positively. You didn't allow me rest. Yeah, <laughs> of course you can rest because it's a very good one for me. And you know, I th- on their birthday, before then, we actually saw news of Peter taking Paul's kids to um to supermarket for his shopping. So we actually started thinking, oh, something is actually going on. Something is actually going on. So that's it. The next thing we'll see was that, okay, oh, Paul and his family went to Peter's mansion for a get-together. And before we know it, can I say David Doe is like one of the people that actually made 
the comeback a very interesting one because bef- no before then he had his birthday back and they did can I say they he had a giveaway they give him the giveaway now yeah donations so that's that on that on the P Squares reunion and on the twenty third of um initially they had they ought to have their comeback reunion party that is um what's the name of this show now on the 18th i mean 19th of december but it was postponed to the christmas day and for we people that attended almost it was damn awesome it was damn interesting it was you know great seeing these people back on stage and singing and vibing together to their old songs and you know expecting a lot of things from them again in this year 2022 and we have just two events to round up on the segment of the event that happened in 2021 and on the number 19 spot is the evangelist Naomi's alleged divorce from the Oni of Ife. Hmm. Well, getting to know about this divorce of a thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was two days to Christmas. On Thursday, December 23rd, evangelist Silekwola Naomi delivered a bombshell a bombshell indeed to nigerians with the announcement of a separation from the only of ife adeye yogunwusi writing on an instagram page the prophetess denounced a queen title and clarified that she was not leaving the three-year marriage was of the only marrying another queen hmm. but shortly after the report went viral it was reported that the palace is looking at a possible hacking of the queen's account the only of Ife himself is yet to make any statement regarding this separation, even till now. And we have to know and bear it in mind that the reunion, union, I mean, produced a son named Tadenikawo. Tadenikawo. So, do you think that's possible? Do you think this, I can't call it, should I call it a rumor? Do you think the rumor is true or not? Yeah, it wasn't actually a rumor because it actually happened. Now, a few days after she left the marriage, he got married to someone else. But so, wait, wait, wait. Let me take this again. Shortly after the report she sent to Instagram went viral, it was reported that the palace is looking at a possible hacking of her Instagram account. That probably someone hacked her account and, you know, posted that. Because I'm thinking that such uh, an honor person wouldn't go on Instagram to announce such kind of thing. That's how I'm saying that it would have become official or even on a loop. But you know, she taking to her Instagram account is kind of too bad for person of such the wife, one of the wives of the great Oni of Fife. So that is and moving on to the last one on this episode is the number 20 case, I mean number 20 event, which is the Oromonis bullying and death. Oromonis bully and death that's on a sad note i'm kind of not happy we are ending this episode on a certain but we've got no choice all right the painful and untimely death of 12 year old sylvester romani at the end of bullies at doen college sparked a discourse on bullies in schools the school earlier denied that the victim was bullied by a court group concerned parents heard their opinions on how the schools should undo bullies while recounting narrowing escapes as, and I mean, airing experiences of their words. The school was eventually so- shut down by the state of Lagos, but the granting of bill to suspect before the investigation is completed is sparking reactions 
from Nigerians, Eriluwa. Speak on this, please. Well, talking about bullying, yeah, I attended a boarding school, so okay. I could know how it, how it happened, or be how well, it I, I, I didn't, despite the fact that I didn't attend a boarding school while, while in secondary school, I actually experienced this case, this, this thing also called bullying. So talk less of someone that attended a boarding school. Mm, it is well. So we learned of the case that okay, he, the atrocity was committed by a court group, but the school denied that nothing of such can happen in their school. That you know, it's of another case. This and that. We also learned that okay, they gave the guy, the boy, chemical to drink, which really affected him. And we heard of another case from the school that no, it wasn't a chemical, but it was oil that they gave to the guy to drink. Now the shocking thing that actually got nigerians you know vent their hunger was due to the fact that these suspects the criminals behind this thing were granted bill what do you think would have happened for them to be granted bill because this is a criminal offense for christ's sake this is a criminal highly you know esteemed now it's not criminal just a offense. criminal offense the murder case exactly now so he actually lost his life mm-hmm. in this case Definitely. So for them granting them bail, I was actually, in fact, I was so bitter. I was kind of annoyed and emotional because this innocent student actually died, and now these so-called people that he actually mentioned their names, their names. when he died, and not that he, he died immediately. He was sick for for a lot of days before he died. They were now granted bail. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't surprised because it's my country, <laughs> so I wasn't surprised. This is Nigeria. <laughs> See the lives we're living now. Speaking, it's actually a very, very bad thing. If it was a minister's son or the president or a governor's son that died, those mm-hmm. people that killed him would have been dead. Hmm, maybe. Hmm, maybe. They would have been dead. Well, and some coming to the parents of this um late Sylvester, is that. This boy has been reporting, you know, what's it called? This case of bullying to his parents several times. But probably the parents are the busy ones that they don't really have time for their kids, this and that, and that. So, yes, I'll talk about this some other time. We're talking about this some other time. Until the guy felt sick and, you know, before he died, he was, you know, he was really, really in a bastard before he died. So, this is actually going to parents that give listening ears to your what and to your children i'm not saying and we are not saying that boarding school is bad though i attended a day school Erelua with me he attended a boarding school so we are not saying that boarding school is bad it's actually very nice and we've seen people who came out of boarding school being champions but give listening ears to your children don't actually you know count what they say sometimes as things that are not relevant give the listeners listening ear to them and take necessary actions when you know it's needed so that's on that on this wonderful episode of you know talk with phil on this podcast thank you very much for being part of this you know show or let me call it part of this event or part of this program and special thanks to really for being here can you say your BYE to people your word of advice thank you mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, what our advice now concerning everything we have said here, the ones that happen to be entertaining, the ones that happen to be sad events for the year 2021. Let's just hope and pray for a better year. Mm-hmm. This year. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, let's put everything that happened behind our backs and let's all work together for a better self and a better Nigeria. Definitely. But thank you so much for having me on the show. All right, Ariel Luario, thank you very much for coming. I'll be expecting you some other time. All right, and to my fellow Nigerians, I remain your humble self, I remain your humble host, Philips Joseph, aka Radio Feelings, aka Joe Phil, and we'll meet some other time on this episode. And remember that you are a Nigerian and do all you can to make sure that this country moves to the best state we ought to be from this crawling state. Stay safe, and I wish you the very best ahead. This is in this year 2022. Stay safe and God bless you.